Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. Welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you can be listening to right here at YouTube.com forward slash Steven Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button, the little notify bell, and then click on all to make sure you always get your new uh, going in raw notifications. Yeah. And of course, we're on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson. Yeah. That's where we get the uh, video questions and text questions from for uh, Matt Chat. Of course, at the $20 a month mark, you too can submit your video question or text question mm. right here to Matt Chat. It's Sunday. We're going to answer some questions. Oh, boy. How about that takeover last night? That was terrific. Well, it's today. It's on Sunday. It's on Sunday this week? Yeah. Oh, wow. It's all about, how about yet. that? Oh, wow. Wow, really excited. Looking forward Can't to it. Can't wait for that one. Anyways, uh, let's hop right into it. A lot going on. We're on the road to WrestleMania. We're kind of on a couple roads. We're on the road to Super Showdown, road to Elimination Chamber. Road um, to Mania then. Yeah. Road to AEW Revolution. Road to TakeOver Portland. That's today. Yeah. What are we doing reaction live streams to that? Yeah? Yes, correct. Yeah, but, but kick things off here. Uh, Jacksonville's number one. Guillaume Halili has a question. Uh, take it away, Guillaume. Hey there, friendos. This is Jacksonville's number one. Matt Chatter, Guillaume Halili, back with another Matt Chat question. This week I want to know, with Matt Hardy being confirmed to be done with the WWE, was his... Exit on Raw, the proper way of him saying goodbye to the WWE universe and WWE family. Um, I thought it was a creative way. He basically ran down his whole career uh, and tying it to Edge's whole thing with Randy. But yeah, was it the best way for him to exit WWE or could there have been a better way? I don't know. Have a discussion or a debate. I don't care. You guys own the show. All right. Too sweet. Too good. Later, guys. Thank you, Gion. Thank you, Gion. I'll go first. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I thought it was great. I thought that uh, maybe my, like, if, if, if we if we need it, because I, I know we both feel that, yeah, they did they did Matt Hardy right. Yeah. Uh, his send-off, I thought it was very, very effective. I thought it was cool. Um, maybe, I mean, just maybe, because, so for the couple months preceding uh, this segment, uh, the only time we've seen Matt Hardy has been in matches where he just comes out and loses. They've been essentially enhancement matches. Uh, and so maybe, maybe they could have like used him to, to build up to this moment a bit better uh, instead of just trotting him out for enhancement matches. Maybe. 
but that's kind of a quibble. I thought in a vacuum, I thought this really added a lot given Matt's extensive history with Edge. Um, that he's this is at, it was absolutely appropriate for him to come out and uh, and really take Randy Orton to task uh, for his treatment of Edge. Yeah, uh, I thought it was great. I thought it was really yeah. Good. I thought it was really well done too, um, especially given the circumstances. His brother's on the shelf still. Yeah, uh, apparently he's going to be at the PC coming up soon to try to see if he's close to getting back in shape, ready to get back in the ring. Uh, that being said, here's an idea I just thought of. Okay. So Orton does the concerto, and at the moment of impact, the chair to head, lights go out. Mm-hmm. Lights come back up. Matt Hardy has disappeared. Oh, wow. Okay. So, you know, you give him one little final nod to the, the broken Woken stuff. His vessel has left. Yeah. WWE. Yeah. And, and with it, uh, the broken Woken Matt Hardy as well. Yeah, that doesn't really service the WWE much, though. No, not at all. That just helps him go become the exalted one. Yeah. I would not do that. I would never. Well, I mean, it's a shine of respect that. to Matt Hardy, who's given his body to your company over the course of many years. Nah, I think the paycheck is good enough. So your idea shot down. No, don't like it. And then over the speakers, you hear him laughing. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, but then aren't you just setting up a match that isn't going to happen? No. No, you don't think so? I think no. people don't expect him to come back. No. They'd be like, oh, we want to see Broken Matt versus, uh, oh, he re-signed versus Randy Orton. And then Ryan Satin shows up. No, nah, that, that's how they wrote him off. Oh, okay. This was a, this, I think it would be a fun send-off, something different than just getting beat up and getting uh, uh, how about by this? traders. How about this? Okay, we can compromise. What? Lights go down. Uh-huh. They come up. He's still laying there, but he's naked. <laughs> he's got, like, blood all over him. And they're like, what the hell? Where does clothes, doesn't make any sense there. Where does clothes go? Yeah. And why is he naked all of a sudden? Then you really get people wondering. That's creative. Why is naked, naked matter? It's a new variation. Make any sense. Free the delete. (laughs) Free the, free the peen. Yeah, I guess so. Free the nipple. Nude Matt Hardy. (laughs) Nude Matt Hardy. There you go. I don't know. Just an idea I had. He's got like really harsh tan lines too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, next up, the doctor himself. Mid surgery, well, he's we sending us sure. this question. He's got the surgical mask on. Doesn't mean he could be one in of these times. He's he's going to show with the surgical mask. There's going to be blood all over him. Maybe this this could be pre-op. We don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, man. we do know Doc Hensler is next. Take it away, Doc Hensler. Hey, Stephen Larson. This is Doc Hensler here with my Matt Chat question for the week. So with Shayna Baszler making her debut on Raw, um, and sucking or eating or doing something to Becky Lynch. Um, I want to know what y'all's uh, favorite debut has been. Um, we've had a bunch of really great ones over the past couple years um, from the NXT stars coming up to Raw and SmackDown. But what has been y'all's favorite uh, debut? And this could be Raw, SmackDown, NXT. It doesn't really matter. So um, I want to hear it. So give it to me. Thank you, Doc Hensler. Thank you, Doc the Hensler. Oh, I got to go first. So, Steve, yeah. do I have a scoop for you? Oh, news brief. News. No, no. Scott Hall showing up on WCW Nitro in 1996 to kick off the whole NWO thing, the whole acid wash denim vest. Oh, hell yeah, man. Pretty cool. You know who I am, but you don't know why I'm here. And he's like, have I got a scoop for you? He said, you heard it here first. Scott, Scott Hall. Hall and WCW. <laughs> You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Uh, all right, that's I mean, a good as, far one. As, as far as all time, we took Chris Jericho's debut in WWF out of the because that's tops on any list. That's yeah, the best. yeah, yeah. That's out. that's the absolute best. Yeah, that's so, no doubt. So next best. for me is maybe Scott Hall kicking off the whole NWO thing. As far as more recent history in WWE, you have a good answer here. I won't spoil it. 
Um, so I'm trying to think of another one. Oh, Kevin Owens. When Kevin Owens showed up on that episode of Raw and beat up John Cena, man. Yeah. Man. Yeah, that's a really good one. That was incredible. Yeah. Especially, that, that's that's your answer. And then that, or like, how, is, is NXT call-ups done right? Owens might be tops. I'm like, like that might be that might be actually the best NXT call up like ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good. It was one. really good. Um, so that's a really good one. Uh, I have on here. Um, see, to me, it's funnier to talk about the worst ones. I'll give my one of my personal favorites, and that's uh, Finn Balor. I thought when they re sort of uh, when they gave Raw, it's it's. It's graphics overhaul, not this latest one, but the one prior to that. When they did when they did the first draft, yeah, the, for that draft, the most recent first draft, yeah. Um, and Finn Balor was up on the stage with everybody else, and then they mentioned his name as being uh, in line for a Universal Title shot, like uh, they were gonna they're putting those, Some matches, those yeah, yeah, fatal yeah. four way matches, I think, together. Yeah. And he was named like the entire crowd just sort of parts, and then he sort of steps up, and he just looks. He has like the coolest vibe. That was the week after the draft, I believe, because mm-hmm. he was just announced as being drafted, didn't show up yeah. on that episode, I believe. Right, yeah, exactly. And so he was there and it was like, whoa, you know, like the way people reacted to him. And then he just has a star quality yeah. anyways. And he wasn't doing the cheesy smiling thing yet. He just came off as like super cool, mm-hmm. instant contender. Um, I thought that was really neat. The, the Owens one is, is actually better than that, though. Um, I like talking about worst debuts. Yeah. Uh, I have on here Hogan's WCW debut. When I think they just threw him a parade in like downtown Disney or yeah, something Disney like that. Disney World, yeah. Like, yeah. And they're like, you know, it was just a bunch of confused Disney World goers. It reminds me of that time that I was going Like, oh, to, it's a Hulk Hogan impersonator. I was going he to. He looks smaller. I know. <laughs> he looks deflated. It's deflated Hulk Hogan. <laughs> um, I remember reminding me of the time kind of, not really, but kind of, but I went to Disneyland and I didn't know it. And it was, they were doing the one of the Pirates of the Caribbean movie premieres. Oh, yeah. And so they shut down the park early. Oh man, what a bummer! Yeah, that and sucks. so we were trying to leave, and you know, down in the not downtown Disney, but the Main Street in Disneyland, when you first walk in, you know, they have all those shops on the side, and they actually have a road down the middle that you can walk. Through. Yeah, sure, yeah. Well, that was all That's barricaded annoying. off, so we had thousands upon thousands of people trying to get through on the sidewalks. That's horrible on Main Street. That's horrible at like five o'clock. That's because they were shutting down the park. Man, screw those people. Uh, so really nothing at all. Like, but I guess you can imagine that they closed down the street because Hulk Hogan was on a, a in a convertible, sitting back of a convertible. Yeah, maybe not quite, not quite a Johnny Depp movie premiere. Hulk Hogan in a convertible. But at least people that went to Disney World that day could at least say they saw Hulk was Hogan. It Disney I didn't get to see Johnny Depp. It was Disney. It was Disney oh, it was World. Disney? It was Disney was World it? in Orlando. Yeah. Oh wow, that's I mean kind of impressive, I guess. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you get to see Hulk Hogan impersonator. Um, and then other debuts. I mean, who can forget? This should really be a 10 for the win list. Who can forget uh, Bret Hart um, uh, curmudgingly debuting in WCW? Yeah. That was just sad. It was. Uh, there was that. And then, of course, Lex Luger in his puffy shirt. Oh, man, tops. Bob Roode smiling a lot. Oh, goodness. That was awful. Uh, there are there are not a lot of good NXT debuts. The Ascension immediately embarrassing themselves or being yeah. in a position they, that they were going to be embarrassed. Yeah, those are all bad. Nothing beats the Monday Night Wars debuts, though. Oh, I know. Like, yeah, especially like when Sandman showed up on WCW is is hardcore hack. Yeah. What? Who's that guy? Why is he wearing like gray? Yeah. Where's his Where's his Budweiser shirt? I know. Why is he wearing a gray like club shirt? I know. I know. <laughs> I know. 
Why is he called Hardcore Heck? Why, why is, is he, he not called, Sandman? Why is he not Sandman? Why is he not Sandman? I'm confused. Couldn't he be Sandman? What yeah. the heck? I understand you can't play. Uh, what the heck? <laughs> I know. You can't play Enter Sandman for Metallica. I get that. That's like this music. But you've already ripped off Nirvana and Pearl Jam. Yeah. For some of your theme songs. Can't you just rip off Enter Sandman? Yeah, I know. It's not. <laughs> hardcore hack. Hardcore hack. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Oh, man. Uh, I've got a question from Joshua Martinez about TakeOver. Man, who filmed this? Martin Scorsese? Man. Look at this shot. Winner of uh, the Frendo Award for Best Cinematography. No kidding. Every episode of Match Chat. He's Joshua back Martinez. at it. Let's see. Hey, Frendos. Joshua Martinez back this week with a Match Chat question. So this weekend is NXT TakeOver Portland. And... This is another takeover that takes place not during a WWE weekend. And it seems like it's a little longer. Um, I think it's, for so far, just an extra match. Uh, my question to you is, um, could it be that NXT is starting to be more comfortable in trying to, you know, make longer pay-per-views and more pay-per-views as to compete with uh, maybe AEW? And do you think that's a good thing or bad thing? Uh, I mean, I'm excited because if not, I wouldn't see a takeover live here in Portland. But be interested to see what you guys think. Thanks for those. Thank, Thank you, Joshua. Joshua. You go first. Okay. Uh, so here's the thing. I. So yeah, there's there's one more match than usual this time around. Uh-huh. Um, if it goes long, I have faith that it's going to be justifiable that the matches are going to run the amount of time necessary for them to tell a compelling story as they always do. Um, I'll put it this way. I have complete and total faith in triple H and, uh, and HBK because apparently he's got a hand in these takeovers also primarily NXT or UK rather. Um, I have complete faith that these NXT uh, events are going to be, well thought out yeah um and well executed because until they stumble i i, I have no reason i have yeah. no reason to believe that they will they're gonna get the benefit of the doubt yeah for sure track record is such uh that they can have them until they stumble as you mentioned they can have monthly and they can be 10 hours long but until one of them sucks yeah you're gonna think you're gonna walk into each and every one of those thinking this could be awesome yeah right. that being said if it ain't broke don't fix it uh, takeovers are the perfect little two and a half hour, 
you know, quarterly shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, in terms of the timing, the pacing of how it, it enables NXT to tell their stories, how when they have their blow-up matches, is perfect because monthly pay-per-views, uh, by and large, uh, with them happening monthly is too frequently. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I'd be shocked. No hell shocked. I mean, apparently there's been some push and pull within WWE about, you know, whether it be Vince or someone else saying, hey, we these takeovers are really great. They probably do really well for us. We should do more of them. And Triple H's like, no, there's, there's a reason they do so well. It's because they're not monthly. Now, what I wouldn't mind maybe is adding to the UK schedule. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like mean, a third it, one, a third, a third takeover in the United Kingdom would be if cool. You, if you end up with, between the two brands, eight takeovers a year, mm-hmm. like maybe five on one side and three on the other, which is doing what you'd say. Yeah, you know I, that'd be that'd be fine. That'd mm-hmm. be great. Mm-hmm. I do think that UK probably needs an additional takeover. I might be more inclined. I, every week I try. I, I think about watching UK and then I just don't. Um, although I hear terrific stuff happens there, I would really yeah. like to watch it. Yeah, but they don't really build to much. I don't know. There's no excuse. I'm sure it's great. I just haven't made the time to watch it. So there's, there's a lot, no lot, reason a lot of wrestling get through during the course of the week. Yeah, there is. There you is. know, I'd, I'd like to watch 205 Live, but I don't for the same reason. I really have stopped caring about 205 Live. I know. It's unfortunate because there's a lot of really good talent on that show. I get I get my Leo Rush and I get my Angel Garza on Raw or, or NXT. Mm-hmm. And Jordan Devlin now is great. Mm-hmm. I, I get my fill of those guys. There's not really nobody else on the roster that I really care about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seem, seemingly, Swerve puts on matches on NXT. Yeah. So I'm cool with the. Yeah, Swerve's Swerve. great. Yeah, Swerve's awesome. Swerve's great. But yeah, no, there's no. I mean, like, the, the, the original players, like Davari, Tony Nese, Gallagher, even. I don't really care about them. Yeah. Brian Kendrick. Yeah. yeah. Eh, no, I understand all that. Yeah. I know. I understand. I understand. All right. I get that. I get I that. No disrespect meant to anybody. Obviously not. Uh, all the respect, though, to Christopher Epperside. Yeah, that's a great question. Let's see what he has to say here. Hello, Steven Larson. So my question is, WrestleMania is going to Hollywood next year. I'm pretty excited. I actually like WrestleMania 21 with all the spoof they did. You know, I think the best one was the Austin and Gladiator one. So my question is, I want you guys to pitch and spoof of a parody of which WWE superstar would you like to see perform to hype of WrestleMania? Like good commercial or something. All right, guys, be creative. Thank you, Christopher. Thank you, Christopher. Great question. Uh, we got some fun answers, Steve. Shall we alternate? Yeah, man, let's Here, do it. I'll go first. So the first one I have, you know that scene from The Revenant where Leo gets attacked by the bear? Yeah, it's a great scene. And like tears him up. It's terrifying. It's terrifying. It's horrible. Terrifying. Yeah. How about we do that? Oh, wow. Uh, you get Drake Maverick. Oh, man. As uh, Leo. Yeah. And you get his good friend, Braun Strowman, as bear. Oh, wow. So you get the bear, Bear Strowman in there. That's really good. Tearing into Drake Maverick. That could be fun. Hey, have you seen that new uh, the trailer for the Invisible Man? No. We're like, it, it's actually kind of cool. They're doing like going like a real horror route with it. Uh-huh. We're like, uh, what's her face? Um, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Moss. Yeah. Yeah. So she's sitting there, and then you see she's in front of like a leather chair, like a lounge chair, and just you hear like a guy sit down and, the, and it sort of folds in. Oh man. Yeah, it's cool. It's really creepy. Yeah. Uh, what if you do that with EC3? Okay, that's good. Because he's the Invisible Man. Nobody's seen him. I just thought of that one on the spot. Well, you could also do John Cena because his whole gimmick is you can't see me. That's a good. That's probably a better idea. And that's a joke he made on Twitter about it could be on SmackDown. But my first one that I wrote down was the 205 live cast recreate the human centipede. All right. All right. I'll just ass to mouth. Yeah, I know what that's all about. It would be gross. 
Uh, next, I got Peter Dune and Matt Rydell. Good, Matthew Rydell. Uh, doing a Bill and Ted thing. Oh, that's good. That that's, that sounds, that's normal. That's like up there alley. Yeah, especially Matthew Rydell. Well, given their recent uh, strap match and how brutal it was, I want to say Daniel Bryan and The Fiend recreate Passion of the Christ. All right. Holy crap. Brutal. That guy got whooped to heck. Man. So you got like, you know, Daniel Bryan is Jesus. The mm-hmm. Fiend is like Roman guard mm-hmm. or whatever. He's whack. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Uh, next, I have undisputed. Might be a bummer for the crowd. Oh, be a, that'd be a huge bummer. Oh, my next my one God. will not be a bummer. This will be a, a crowd pleaser. You got Undisputed Era, uh-huh. New Day, Seth's group of guys, uh-huh. and Imperium oh, yeah. uh, doing the newscaster uh, fight from Anchorman. I would love to see that. The German, the, the German news team. <laughs> Coming up in the news today. Du bist tot. Yeah, there you go. I think that means you are dead. Perfect. Uh, all right, so I got this Undertaker, Stone Cold, Triple H. Maybe we get Mankind in there, and they all get de-aged computer graphics for scenes from The Irishman. So The Undertaker is like, you know, Al Pacino is Hoffa, but it's Undertaker is Hoffa. Good, I remember my German correctly. Good job. And he's all in the courtroom, and somebody comes up to you him and tries this. to blast him, and he's like, you, you charge a guy. Who has a gun, but you run away from a guy who's got a knife. <laughs> you charge a guy with a gun. You run away from a guy with a knife. See, my, he was talking about his son. My son charged him. Look at my son charged him. See what, see what he did with this kid here. He's so good. That was funny. I got to watch that movie. Finally. And then Undertaker will be the guy, like, because in the end, you know, Hoffa gets killed by, uh, uh, by, uh, Stone Cold, Steve Austin. Uh, oh, yeah. That's See, that's Stone good, Cold that's to be the De Niro guy. That's good. That's good. So he'd be like, oh, man, this is a setup. we got to get out of here. He's like, what? Clack. Yeah. Uh, I got one more. Uh, Randy Orton, is Snake Man. From Why Green would State. you put a fish in a car? <laughs> <laughs> you don't do that. You got to wrap it up. Otherwise, the smell's going to get in the car. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. Sorry. Randy Orton is Snake Man from Dreamscape. Oh, it's terrifying. And then Edge could be the uh, the Dennis Quaid. That's too scary, man. That's good. Oh, I like that. The Dennis Quaid. There you go. That'd be good. It'd be a, a reference that not many people would understand. Nobody would get that one. But I would love it. I would it. love it because I would get it totally. Snake Man Randy Orton. Give it to me. We need to do a, we need to do a watch along with Dreamscape one of these days. Oh, hell yeah, man. That was a great movie. Yeah. I, used to watch, I used to watch that a lot when I was a kid. Me too. And there was titties in that movie. And it's really messed up. It's a really messed up movie, yeah. Yeah. Like what a dude goes into a dream of this lady having like an affair with some dude. He's like a little Weasley guy. What was the one that's kind of like that with Christopher Walken in it, though? Oh, that was yeah, that was a messed up movie too. It was uh that was a Stephen King one, I think. No, I'm not talking about Dead Zone. Oh. I'm talking about a different one. The hell there was another one? Yeah. Was, he was in another Dead Zone esque movie? Kind of. That's crazy. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app 
answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Anyways, let's, let's move on to the next All one. right, next let's one. see. While you look that up. up, Cult of False Realities has a question about a mania matchup coming up. Let's see what he has to say. What's going on, Stephen Larson and all the friendos out there? Cult of False Realities here, back with another Mad Chat question. And my question for this week is, why is WWE going to make Rhea versus Charlotte a total letdown? I feel like it could be the next Seth and Finn from SummerSlam with all build-up. You know, when Seth was telling Finn that he was just another version of him. When Rhea came in, they were literally saying how she was basically like Charlotte. And she changed her look, and she is amazing. So, explain why, basically why this is going to be a total letdown. Or you can do a, is it going to be a letdown, is not going to be a letdown. Something like that. You guys choose, it could be a debate. You can say why, I don't, it's up to you guys. Too sweet, too good, shoulder lead, blah, 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 blah. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Cult to False Realities. Was I that Natalie Wood's last movie? I think so. Brainstorm oh, yeah. was what I was thinking of. Oh, brainstorm, wow. brainstorm. That's what I was thinking. Who do you think killed her, man? I don't want to get into that. Wow, really? Mm-mm. Out of respect for like her, yeah, or just like because I mean, it's, you're it's, scared of like freaking what's his face what, coming? Robert after Wagner you? coming yeah, after me? Yeah, man. No, he might. Larson. I don't think so. I'm a. Is I'm he a still huge. Alive I'm a huge Matt Chat viewer. Is he still alive? I would think that once he dies, the cops are going to come out and say, "Oh yeah." Video of him doing it, but like, if he's know. not, if he's if he's still alive, he's like <coughs> really old. Yeah, he's alive and he is really old. He's ninety. Anyways, uh, you go first. Okay, answer answer cult false realities question. Would you please? So, if the question is, I don't think that the build necessarily is going to be a letdown. I don't think the story that they're going to tell is going to be a letdown. If anything, if history is to be believed, like. The, the, one of the biggest matches of all time that should have gone down at WrestleMania in recent history was Charlotte versus Oscar. And I really don't think that match lived up to what it really should have been. So I think it's possible that the actual match, given how many matches are typically on mania, given that they might be scaling down the amount of time they give mania, because that's been what they've been doing recently with their pay-per-views. Although mania might be the exception. Um, I think it's possible that the match itself it's not going to be like a takeover match. It's not going to be like a 25-minute barn burner. It'll probably be like a solid 12-minute match that you probably figure, man, this probably should have gone another you know, five minutes um, to really heighten the drama. Uh, so I can see that as a point of view. But in terms of everything else, like the lead, I think the build has been pretty decent so far. Like yeah, I the, the mind games kind of stuff. And the idea, I feel like, is, is Charlotte trying to, uh, as you mentioned, play mind games with perhaps uh, an overzealous mm-hmm. young champion. Yeah. Um, and, uh, we, and keep in mind, there's still about two months of build yet to happen. I think the build will begin in earnest following TakeOver on Sunday. Yeah, for sure. Uh, there's reports, spoiler alert, Charlotte might be there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Rhea could get her answer as soon as Sunday or Charlotte might just still 
you know, say, eh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drag this along a bit longer. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, in the end, though, I think if the match doesn't have to be 25-minute takeover quality match, if in the end of the day the match delivers, then a lot of times people will forgive a, 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 a less than great buildup if the match is good. It might not be as memorable as it could have been. It might not have the stakes uh, uh, one could see, or people might not have the, the same level of attachment to the outcome of the match. But if the match is good, people will be like, all right, that was a good match. This it is paid one, off. This is, yeah, but this is also one of those where it might be more, it might be considered a letdown if, if a certain person doesn't win. If Charlotte wins this match, Number one, I mean, it's obviously they keep on talking about the title, so it seems really unlikely that Charlotte's actually going to win this match yeah. and win the title. Yeah. So you would think that unless they did a thing where they had a rematch on NXT TV and, and Rhea won there, but I don't really foresee that. Anything could happen, I suppose. Um, but Rhea beating Charlotte is a big, big moment. Yeah. And one that is, I think, also, even if the match is relatively underwhelming, if they have the perfect final minute for the finish and Rhea wins it after maybe being on the verge of losing it, mm -hmm. I think it'll go down. It'll be very, very high. I think there's a lot of ways that this can be remembered as something really cool. Yeah. But I think it all kind of hinges on Rhea winning this thing. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, I guess, you know, Triple H said that he considers Shane a part of the, the NXT roster unless a deal is swung. So let's say uh, at Mania, Shayna beats Becky. She's Raw Women's champion. Charlotte beats Rhea. She's NXT Women's Champion. There's your deal there. Yeah, yeah. And the idea, the sight of Charlotte holding that NXT title is a fascinating one. Mm -hmm. It's a really interesting one. Yeah. And there's a lot of great talent in NXT. That could be a lot of fun to see. And then her. you get the story of Rhea climbing back to get that, that title off Charlotte. Yeah. Which they might see value in that story. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yep. I mean, this could totally be one of the things. Like, I'm, I'm probably going to be, you know, saying, yeah, Rhea's totally going to win this. But they could pull a swerve here. We just don't know. It kind of depends on the rest of the card, too. You think so? Yeah. I kind of think this exists in a bit of a vacuum. Well, I mean, I, I th in what uh, way do you mean? I mean? I mean, just in terms of, I mean, I feel like last year was a bit of an of, uh, anomaly where there's three matches that the fans were heavily invested in seeing their person win. Oh yeah. And yeah, yeah. And yeah, the yeah. way they booked the show, uh, more or less allowed that to happen. If they had sacked those three matches towards the end of the card, I don't just in terms of the ebb and flow of the show, the story of the show unfolding, that wouldn't have taken place. But they had Brock and Seth open the show, Seth won. And then you have uh Kofi and Daniel Bryan right in the middle, Kofi wins, and then you have the women's uh match the main event. Becky wins. So the fans get their choice winning all three matches, but because of the ebb and flow of the show and how it was structured, uh, I felt like just the, the the structure of the show allowed that to happen. I, I would, I kind of think that this isn't up there with, so like, yeah, I get it. The fans are going to want to see Rhea win, but the intrigue of Charlotte winning the title and what that means, I think is also pretty interesting and I'm not sure the fans will start crapping all over. No, the no, match. I don't initially mean it in that in that sense. I'm just trying to say in terms of the structure of the show, mm -hmm. if there's any other huge surprises or, or, or shocking mm -hmm. outcomes they have planned, uh, I'll put it this could way. influence. I think Rhea winning and Charlotte winning are both kind of shocking moments, you know, because like, man, are they really going to have Rhea beat Charlotte? That's a big deal. That's a huge deal. But at the same time, 
Charlotte is NXT champion. Yeah, that's a big deal too. So I think they're both very interesting scenarios. Oh, they could definitely out. could be one. One. So I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm just backtracking on what I said earlier. I don't know. Well, you, you could reconsider. Well, Charlotte winning is a big deal. Like it her is. having the title it would is be really surprising. interesting yeah. thing. Yeah, it would be surprising. Yeah. Uh, next. Got a question from Rich. Okay. Friendos versus Smash Bro here. In the week of Valentine's Day, you must choose two female wrestlers to take out for Valentine's Day. Take your marriages out of the equation. Take all limitations out of the equation. Your two dudes taking out a couple ladies. Who do you pick? Where do you go? What do you do? And the most important question coming from the Smash Bro is, do you smash? Let me know, friendos. You're good, brother. Thank you, Rich. Thank you, Rich. <sighs> Go ahead. Um, so, like, we're both married. So, it's kind of, I'm just going to start talking about, like, banging WWE superstars. That's a little tacky, isn't it? It is tacky, and there's always a possibility that, you know, we haven't done any interviews of late, but Ugh. down the line. Yeah, I know. That being said, Eva Marie, because there might be, like, a wardrobe malfunction there. <sighs> Ew! Now, it would be cool to sit down with uh, 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 oh. a, a couple veterans Ooh, yeah. uh, that have traveled the world, wrestled all over the place, Larson, and hear their Larson stories. Larson prefers the elder women. <laughs> <laughs> In terms of just like, like a, like a what was it called, table, the di- di- table for three? The okay. WB. Wow, you're going for the, the threesome. Interesting. Jeez Louise. Lovely. Uh, that type of format oh, yeah. where... Uh, uh, <laughs> I get to have a conversation Ooh. with like conversation. I don't know, like say Becky Eo Shirai. Oh yeah, and get to talk about mm. their experience <laughs> wrestling all over the world. Well, everyone, you know what they deal with to make their way to the top of the industry. That would be really interesting. Yeah, and then you reach for a titty. No, <laughs> not at all, Steve. Oh man, I'm just clowning around. I'm just clowning around. Not at all. I know. I know. We're all very serious family guys. It's okay. Yes. It's all good. It's all good. And we're professionals here. Yes, we are. I'm going it wrong. Yeah. Then I reach for a titty. Don't ever do that. That again. an HR. That an HR yeah, issue. Gonna, don't you see? We, we have don't the, have anything posted, man. We don't have anything posted. Well, we got to be in compliance, Steve. So. All right. Sorry, my bad. Let's picture it there. I got to take some training now. Some you sexual do. harassment training. Go to the back room. <laughs> sit for the front of the seminar for the yeah. next twelve hours. All right. Fair enough. And uh, then I f- expect a five-page written uh, apology. <laughs> I'm going to watch one of them old sexual harassment VHS tapes. I was watch one of those. No shoulder rubs at the copy machine. Hey, Karen. <laughs> uh, we got a text question here from Luis Areza. Uh, he says, uh, should they stick with the co-branded pay-per-views like they do them right now? Or should they do alternating pay-per-views except for the big five, Money in the Bank included? What do you think? Keep it how it is. Keep it how it is. Keep it how it is. I didn't like the cut. I didn't like when it was single branded. It, it just felt con- like it felt confusing, and it felt like did they the, do like two like and they they, they kept the monthly, didn't yeah, they? Yeah. So it was like a raw one, and the next week get a and SmackDown. It felt like glorified episodes of Raw or SmackDown. Yeah, it really didn't have a whole lot of. It didn't feel weighty or have like a much in the way of stakes. No, keep it how it is. Uh, you kind of get the best of the best from both shows. Yeah. I see no reason to change course. It's worked fairly well so far. Uh, and he says also finishers that look the most devastating. And which ones look the least? Um, to me, the last ride looks pretty goddamn devastating. Yeah, power bombs of pretty much any variety look like they look they could be bad. Power bombs look rough. 
Like if you're in a bar fight and someone power bombs you, you're probably uh, you're done for. Yeah, the yeah. odds of you remember to tuck your chin. Yeah, in the midst of a bar fight, you're not gonna remember to do. Or like Starship Pain. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that's very silly. Looks the least devastating. Um, the skull crushing finale doesn't look really devastating. I mean, if someone if that someone forced that upon you in a bar fight, you're they're dropping you on your face. Somebody tried to come next because your arms your leg. arms are trapped like this because you're in a full Nelson. Yeah, and someone drops you face first on the okay, floor. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, choke slam looks really bad. Yeah, but I don't know how anybody can really muscle you up for a choke slam. It'd be more like a trip. Yeah, pretty much. I don't know, man. I've seen some world star videos where some dudes got choke slammed. Yeah. Like we, you've seen, we've even seen like German suplexes. That yeah. are like in football, people do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See um, power bombs in the in fight videos. Yeah. Yeah, but like, I mean, obviously, like the leg drop, the people's elbow. Not gonna do anything. The five knuckle shuffle. Not gonna do anything. That doesn't do anything. It's not gonna do anything. He doesn't even. He just goes like this. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. None. None. Yeah. Anyways. That's it for Matt Chat. Thanks, everybody, for your questions. We definitely appreciate it. How long was this episode? Yeah, we got to about a half hour. What a breezy yeah, look at episode. That. Half hour. All right. That look. seems to be the norm these days. It's Yay fine. for us. We'll be back later this evening with a takeover live stream of See. our reactions and then a recap afterwards. Fun stuff. So join us for that, please. Yep. And until uh, next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.